0: His nose was crooked and bulbous. Busted capillaries wound across it and his cheeks like a spider's web. Jerry saw the cashier in his periphery, watching Jeffrey warily as she stepped toward the wall-mounted phone. At last, Jeffrey's fist relaxed and he returned to the counter. Jerry finished his burger at his leisure, thanking the waitress when she returned to wipe up his spilled coffee and offer a refill. The silence that held before Jeffrey's arrival did not return. His woman kept up a steady stream of non-sequiturs, which Geoffrey replied to with the occasional grunt. Much of what she prattled on about was pure, blithering nonsense, but what he could make sense of only confirmed what he already knew. They were taking advantage of the first hot summer days to camp and fish the Grand Ron River. "'Gotta drop a load. Try not to fuck anyone while I'm gone,' Geoffrey laughed at her caw of indignation and rose, not even glancing Jerry's way. As they passed each other, Jeffrey moving toward the door in the bathroom around the side of the restaurant, Jerry on his way to the register to pay. The heat outside was like a hammer blow to the chest after the restaurant's cool interior. Jerry walked to his car, the old Falcon that had taken him across so many miles, stopped beside it and laid his hand over the hot metal of the hood. It burned, but Jerry did not remove his hand. He took the pain like nourishment closing his eyes against the glare of the afternoon sun. When he opened them again, the metal beneath his hand had changed, the faded and weathered blue now vibrant and glossy as it had been the day he bought it. Sitting in the passenger seat, smiling and beckoning him, was the love of his life, his Betty. Unable to accept this, as he had the pain of hot metal beneath his hand, Jerry closed his eyes again when he opened them again betty was gone the upholstery of her empty seat was faded torn worn cracks forked across the dash pad the paint was faded and chipped the falcon's fresh off the lot days were well behind it as were his and betty was no longer with him jerry walked to the east end of the restaurant building shaded from the early afternoon sun and stopped outside the bathroom door He heard a grunt from within, then another sound too wet and gross to be a fart. Jerry opened the door and stepped inside. A urinal and sink were crammed between the wall and a closed stall. Jerry saw his face in a cracked mirror over the sink and quickly looked away. "'That you, Thundercut?' Jeffrey spoke from inside the stall, punctuating with another wet, splattering sound. "'That you, baby? Got a bumpkin for Papa?' "'Bumpkin?' Jerry pulled the stall door open, drawing a straight racer from his back pocket as he stepped inside. "'What the fuck?' Jeffrey shouted, more in surprise than anger, then grunted in pain when Jerry stomped on his foot, pinning it beneath his boot. Jerry grabbed a fistful of beard with his left hand and yanked up hard, lifting the man's chin and exposing his throat. Before the fat man could make another sound, Jerry finished him. A single stroke opened the man's fat throat and the last of his breath whistled out through spraying blood. After a few seconds, the spraying tapered off to a flow, and the flow to a trickle. The fat man's pump finally gave up. Jerry knelt down in front of Jeffrey's blood-drenched lap, slipped on a latex glove, and cringed as he reached beneath the man's hanging gut and grabbed his penis. A second slice with the razor severed it. Jerry dropped it between the man's thighs into the toilet bowl, rose to his feet with a cringe, and flushed. Jerry cleaned his razor in the sink, then walked to the falcon. Eve was gone before Jeffrey was missed.